welcome to another Make It Matter Moments. I am your host, Ryan C. Green, and we have the man himself today. You may have heard this gentleman's name dropped a couple of times if you've watched other episodes, listened to other podcasts. Today, we have Mr. Brian J. Olds himself, founder of the Black Speakers Network. Welcome to the show. Listen, thank you so much, Ryan. Super excited to be here. What an awesome project, man. And, um, you know, I'm look. I know this is going to impact so many people, brother. So appreciate it, and uh, thanks for having me on. I'm excited. Thank you, man. I, I'm, you know, you're one of the first people I reached out to, and I was like, how can I uh, make this project, you know, reach the masses? And who can I go to that can really uh, help this thing along? You were the first person I reached out to. Uh, been watching your journey. I say it every time we're, we're on the camera together, man. I've been watching your journey since since you were a college student, man, and just seeing you have come from where you come from to having this international black speakers organization that you founded, man. How how did you get to this point? Like when you started, when you said, hey, I'm going to start an organization, like, is this what you saw? Like, did you see it this big? Like, I mean, and I know this is probably not this. I know this is in the end, so I know you still got, you know, things you see this happening, happening with this organization. So how did you how did you become Mr. BSN? Yeah, you know what? I always tell people, you know, I, I'm absolutely the skinny kid from Baltimore, uh, certified introvert. I mean, you've seen the T-shirts that we got out now uh, mm -hmm. on my LinkedIn profile. And so, you know, I couldn't lead two people in silent prayer back in 2006 is, is what I like <laughs> to say. But it, it's not far from the truth. You know, when I got up in front of our audience, it was the sweaty palms, the shaky voice. Uh, my first presentation, I almost walked out of the room. But, you know, starting from there at Morgan State University to now, uh, it's been, uh, I think, really the coalescence of three specific journeys. One is my own uh, journey to be a more confident speaker, and that started in Toastmasters. Um, uh, they always say that everything that you want in life, Ryan, is uh, waiting for you right outside of your comfort zone. And you um, are no stranger to pushing the envelope, to pushing the, the upper limit of what is uh, right at the edge of that comfort zone and then going beyond that. So uh, I think that's that's kind of journey one. Uh, journey two was, you know, initially um, in college, man, like a lot of people, I found myself lost. You know, I was originally going up to be, I wanted to be an aerospace engineer, like a little oh. rocket scientist. <laughs> I never knew that. <laughs> New information. Yeah, man, oh. that was my journey. I was, I was the kid sitting on the living room floor watching the NASA space shuttle launches. And I was like, yep, I want to do that. Oh. Uh, told my parents to send me to space camp. Uh, my mom specifically, she was like, space camp, we ain't paying for that. So you better, <laughs> you better watch this uh, this Cape Canaveral launch. And so uh, I, I went on this path. I started taking stuff apart in my room and uh, never put it back together, but taking stuff apart in my room, fixing computers and, uh, you know, eventually made my way to like Calculus 2. And uh, that's where it kind of all started falling <laughs> apart. I don't know. Ryan, if you had to take any of those higher level math classes, I took calculus one, and that was it. When, when math stopped using numbers, I knew that was a it was a problem. Bro, I'm like this <laughs> TI eighty three must be broken. I'm hitting it. Right. Uh, right. So that was that was number two. It was a reemergence. You know, I found myself in the school of business at Morgan, but I really didn't have a defined career path because I felt like I was starting over. So we had the speaking, we had the career journey, and then. Uh, lastly, I ended up uh, in corporate America. I, I was, I'm a little bit of an atypical millennial on the older side of the millennial. So I worked for the same company for 11 years. 
But in that process, um, I held really three kind of careers within one company. Um, I started in finance, then I moved to what I consider to be my dream job, and that was training and development. And so having gone through Toastmasters, I was super excited about the opportunity to be a professional speaker. And now I was, I, I was speaking literally five days a week, um, training um, on the East Coast, the West Coast, went to Canada, had an opportunity to really develop content. And I went back to school to to actually learn um, instructional design um, and adult learning theory and how to put together curriculums. And then the third career was in uh, diversity and inclusion. And that kind of opened my eyes to, you know, um, how, where some of the opportunity gaps are. And when I started looking at that in the speaking industry, going to organizations and uh, predominantly seeing um, I, I just a lack of um, black people. <laughs> I'm like, right. you know, coming from an HBCU, I'm like, you know, do we not know that speaking is a thing and how much money is here and also how much of, of an impact we can have just with our voice and, you know, taking, doing what you do, Ryan, which is helping people take ideas out of their head, remix it and put it into a package or a product. Uh, I, I didn't see a lot of people um, from where I came from looking at that as a viable career path. It's kind of like right. you have a speaker, you see somebody that's a speaker, but you're not really thinking about that for yourself. And so those three journeys brought me to that place. And in 2016, Black Speakers Network was born. Man, only 2016, I feel like it's been here so much longer, but yeah, that's been right? <laughs> phenomenal success in such a short period of time, man. So, so great, man. So Talk to us about um, your chapter. And for those who are watching, I know we didn't, I didn't say, but you can see at the bottom, we're talking about making your message matter. Um, so when we're talking about speaking, you talked about how um, a lot of us in our community, you know, hadn't necessarily looked at speaking as a career. Uh, but then let's talk about those who are looking at it as a career, those who have something to say. Um, but we need, how, how, what is your chapter going to help us understand about formulating that message in a way that's going to make it matter, make it have some impact. So we're not just out there talking. Yeah. So my, my, my chapter is specifically about uh, building uh, memberships and communities. And okay. so um, obviously I started BSN with the goal, like our mission is to equip, connect and inspire uh, what I call the next generation of black professional speakers, uh, not really focused on age, but focusing on people who really, like you said, they self-select and like, hey, you know, I have a message, may not sure be sure how to bring it to market, but BSN is here. And so uh, within the within the BSN community, we're primarily focused on taking people from, you know, hey, I'm thinking about being a speaker to, hey, you know, I actually have a business model that will support me uh, in speaking. And so um, in building that since 2016, I mean, I, I agree, it's been, it, it feels like dog years, like we're here already, but the reality is um, my methodology for un behind the scenes of building BSN is really what I wanted to use the chapter to pull back the curtain a little bit and help people realize how um, powerful it is to uh, build communities. Uh, my overall thought process in this entire process, Ryan, has been uh, really three tiers. It's, you know, I want to build partnerships, I want to build communities, and I want to build systems. Uh, those three things, which I know that you do an amazing job at as well. That's the reason why we're even here, you know, partnerships, uh, finding other people that you can align with, entrepreneurs, other industries, forming strategic partnerships, creating communities, uh, places where people can come and learn, share best practices, share resources, um, and really to get inspiration 
uh, on what is possible. You know, you got people that have been doing it for 20 years, but then you also have people that, you know, just, you know, launched their first book yesterday that just made their first, you know, thousand dollars yesterday. And so being able to directly uh, learn and be inspired by the people who are doing the work right now. And then also um, systems, I think, um, one of my favorite quotes from Dr. George Frazier, he always says that, um, you know, systems, ideas are good, but, you know, at the, at the end of the day, systems are better. And so um, everybody's always talking about different ideas, like a great idea is to buy black, but uh, that doesn't happen until you have a marketplace, until you have a system, a place, um, an app, anything that will actually facilitate that exchange. And so the chapter is focused specifically on building membership communities. And um, at the end of the day, I believe that if you're not building a, if you're building a business 2021 and beyond, and you're not overlaying it in some type of community, you're missing the boat. Um look at any major brand, um, whether it's Disney, uh, and I'm not talking about just subscriptions, which is the, the monetizing the actual membership community, but um, you know, you look at Target, you look at Disney, you look at really um, Panera Bread, like any major consumer brand is figuring out a way to build deeper relationships with the audience that you serve. It's no longer, we're no longer in this age of one way communication where you just put out a product or service and you just expect people to consume it and keep coming back. People want to have a sense of connectivity with the brands that they're working on. And that's where the chapter is focused on. So I share four C's of actually building uh, a thriving uh, membership community. And so for those of uh, individuals who are trying to figure out how to mirror uh, some of what we did in BSN and perhaps, you know, create these dynamic relationships with their memberships that's going to add to the longevity of their business, then, you know, my chapter is, which is designed hopefully to be a great starting point um, in that journey. Man, that, that's awesome. And you says. Uh, a couple of things there. One, I love the three points that you talked about. And I was thinking about my own journey uh, because you kind of, you know, you gave me a shout out, you gave me a kudos, but I'm like, you know, the, the, the partnerships is one thing I love doing, you know, um, that's why I do media. That's why I do radio. That's why I do TV and podcasts, because when I find interesting people, I, I want to talk to them. I want to not just talk to myself, but, but share their message. So I'm like, Hey, if I call someone and say, Hey, you want to talk? I may get through. If I say, Hey, you want to be on the show? People People at least want to listen, read the email, right? So I, I love the partnership part, uh, and, and then the the part you talked about. I know what I was what I was missing for a long time. In my business was the systems. Um, it wasn't until uh, five two thousand five or six years ago now, going on six years, that I really had the systems in place to uh, run the business the right way to take it from just something I enjoyed doing, something I was part time doing, something like a hustle, to making it a real business and the profit and the time uh, that I got back from having those systems was, was, was huge from finally putting the systems in place. But the last piece I love you talked about was that community piece because if, um, and, and the reason I say, cause I, I know that you, that's, I've always focused on trying to build community. Uh, I don't have a BSN type community yet by any stretch of imagination, but it's like, when I see that, I'm like that, when we look at um, business and people always talk about ownership, um, but if you don't have ownership of your community, uh, and I'll use the word fans for lack of a better term, fans, clients, customers, whoever it is that you, people you serve, let's use that way, the people that you serve, mm -hmm. 
if you don't have somewhere that they are that you can control, like having Facebook followers is not owning your community, right? Facebook changed the terms of op, you know, terms of, uh, of of use, they could be gone. YouTube, Absolutely. you know, YouTube dictates who sees your videos and things like that. That's good places to put out content to serve your community. But if you don't have someplace where you uh, have control of that community, then you're not building. So, man, when you said that, that was like that. That's like the the um, the missing key that a lot of people think they have, uh, but they don't really have. And I think that that's that's huge. When we talk about business. So, yeah. I, you know, when let me ask you this, because people are going to listen to this and they're like, OK, yeah, I need to know how to build that. I need to go. How, how many members BSN have now? Is like oh. 50? Yeah, so by the time people see this, uh, we easily have a community of around 12,000 um, individuals. And so current and aspiring speakers from around the world, um, certainly most of the U.S. here, uh, but we have members in South Africa, Nigeria, Canada, the awesome. Caribbean. Um, so that continues to grow. And I, I think um, from a, you know, from a paid membership perspective, um, that's in the uh, several hundreds. Um, I think, you know, our goal this year is to um, be at uh, about a thousand uh, members and to be directly uh, responsible for booking uh, 1200 speakers on um, this year. That's that's so awesome because and, and you talk about I'm not gonna get too deep. I don't want to know all your financials, nothing like that. And I let everybody know everything. But um, <laughs> there was two different things that you talked about that you have your community of people and like 12,000 people, you know, uh, who wouldn't want to have 12,000 people that they have access to today. But here's the thing. It's not just having access. I'm gonna put this out here because Brian and his team consistently put out uh, great content. Well, content, I don't mean just hate videos. I mean, stuff that's going to bring value and impact to the people in their community. So there's always trainings, there's always um, opportunities to learn. There's always projects like this that you know people can take a part of, uh, but also you give the platform to the speakers. So it's like, there's always a speaker in BSN doing a seminar, doing a training. Always. So that's the thing, yeah. So you've built this organization, but you built it on service. You built it on um, being able to provide that quality to the people whom you serve first before you're, you're uh, focused on, okay, how can I make money for these people kind of deal? Exactly. I mean, I think um, a lot of times in entrepreneurship, one of the things I'm really focused on right now is investing. And, um, you know, I've, I've had um, investings, investments in multiple, multiple companies. But the interesting thing is that, you know, the same principle applies for us as entrepreneurs. Um, and sometimes we look at equity, you know, we tend to only think of like finances, right? So it's like, hey, how much money do we have or what, you know, but if you think about it, finances, money, like whatever, however we define it, whether it's Bitcoin or paper currency or credit <laughs> or whatever, like money is the least uh, creative, uh, form uh, to be able to exchange value. There's all types of ways you can create and deliver value for people other than just um, accepting money or, you know, charging money. And I think, again, having a, a community is a part of that. Um, now, all 12,000 of those individuals, um, you know, we're in some sort of relationship. Some people look at BSN and they're like, wow, you know, I absolutely like the brand evangelist. These are people who are like ride or die BSN, you know, that we've been responsible for putting on stages or opening the door to, you know, projects like this. We got speaker magazine behind us that we had an entire issue of speakers in. And so the ability to create to quickly create value for people, you are building up equity um, in a community. And to your point about the technology, 
that can absolutely change at any time. Like I love being able to, you know, send out an email and instantly, you know, talk to thousands of people. Um, but at the end of the day, you have people are forming an opinion um, and, and an emotional connection to your brand every single day, whether you want them to or not. Right, so right. you have to decide whether you, you're going to create an intentional, again, system to be able to build up that equity over time so that uh, I believe that the, the just the overall formula of wealth is you have, uh, you, you're serving, you're solving a problem, uh, for a select number of people. So if you want to get more, if you want to be wealthy, if you want to be more successful, whatever you call it, you have one or two choices. You could either help more people um, or you could solve a bigger problem. And so those are the two variables that we get a chance to play with. And in BSN, you know, I'm really, I, 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 I always want our growth to be a reflection of not just the number of people that we have, but the impact that we're making on the people that are in the community. Awesome, man. Awesome. So let me ask you this, how, because this book is about uh, finding, uh, creating lives of unforgettable impact and abundant fulfillment. <clears throat> I think BSN is nailing the impact part. You're definitely uh, mastered how to have impact on the lives and careers of speakers. What does fulfillment look like for Brian Olds? Or when, and it doesn't necessarily have to be uh, business-wise, but we are talking about BSN. Uh, but so how would you define fulfillment for you? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, at first, I wanted to, and I'm, I'm, the thing for me has been this journey of, you know, evolution, right? So I think one of the things I talk about all the time is that you have to put the oxygen mask on yourself first before you're able to put it on anybody else. Like if you're gone, there's no business. Or if you're unhealthy, if you're not, you know, in a great place mentally, you know, financially, you know, think of the Maslow hierarchy of needs. Like you got to, you know, knock that thing out before you can get at the top. That what you're talking about now kind of sits at the top of that pyramid, that self-actualization. So like, you know, at the end of the day, uh, what does that look like? Uh, for Brian, I, I kind of operate on these. Uh, you see, I got everything in threes. So true. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> Everything's a trinity. <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, every single day, Brian, I'm like, yo, let's make sure we're having fun, making money and making impact. That impact for me comes in the form of, you know, seeing other people win. Um, and I'm, I'm, I, I mean, to be honest at this stage of the game, it, I'm not a millionaire. I've not seen like seven figures, eight figures. You know, we, we, this is our third year, third, third year cracking six figures. And then, you know, I think we're, you know, kind of be on the path to seven, but at this point, I mean, you know, I'm shooting this right now from my apartment, you know? Mm -hmm. I get, I got a house, you know, a place to live, a home. I can get a bigger home. That's fine. Um, I, I drive a 2013 Nissan Altima as a V6. Very cool. Very fast. <laughs> um, on my screensaver over here, I have a, a, a Audi R8. So my next like dream car and these Teslas are looking pretty good as well. So, oh boy. but I have a car, I have a something to drive around. Can I get a better car? Yes. So like my impact it doesn't come with like things like those things are like fleeting. Um, it's more experiences. And for me, um, I mean, I've only seen like probably 1% of the planet when you really think about it. Right. Um, and 
Uh, those are some things that are personally fulfilling to me. You know, I want to travel to space. I want to, you know, see the world. I want to, you know, eat new foods. I want to learn new languages. I want to learn to play the piano. Um, I want to eat uh, sushi in Japan. Like those are experiences. <laughs> but on the other side, it's, um, you know, who are those people we're bringing along uh, along the way? You know, true legacy is like what yes. you're leaving behind. And so to be able to say we have, you know, a thousand speakers who launched their careers or in those thousand people, because they you, you created something that those thousand people went out and did, they then impacted 10,000 people and those 10,000 then impacted like a million. And so those are the types of things that I see. And I don't care, like Ryan, you know me, man, it could be, like somebody launching just some of the people that are in this project, this is my first time being an author. Yeah. yeah so absolutely. we would have bridged to that, that then became book number one, book number two, first time film project, first time e-course. Like those are the type of things that really get me excited more so than, you know, another Stripe or PayPal notification. Wow. You know, now, I know Stripe and PayPal are exciting though. That's not, that's not, they're, they're good. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> we will still want to see those though, but no, I totally understand. And that's really what the crux of this project is about is that, you know, when we, uh, when the pandemic hit and the whole world got shut down, uh, you know, people, some people, and rightfully, I mean, it's been tough, but I think that for a lot of people, they started to really, part of the toughness came from, wait, all my life, I've been running here, doing this, doing that, trying to, you know, push this thing, because this is what I felt like made me, me, made me alive. And you realize when you don't have those things, yeah, that's just what's left. What really makes me, what makes me feel alive, what matters. And that's where this project really came from. And if I'm hoping people will use this to kind of push themselves in the next phase, you know, after we were able to hit this, we started with reset uh, 2020. I did reset and like, let's, let's, let's reset our, our lives, reset the year. And then transition into this Make It Matter project and hoping that people now will move forward with uh, a resolve to say, listen, it's got to matter in my life. I'm only going to do those things that matter. Going to Japan to have sushi, like that matters. You, 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 you don't lose that. You, that's with you and it makes you feel alive and that's important. Uh, so definitely um, exciting to hear you talk. You got me uh, dreaming again, man. I'm excited, man. I think it's important to keep it in front of you. And uh, 2020, I, and that's why I applaud you for just, um, you know, making this project available because, um, I, I mean, I've known without kind of going through, you know, the list, uh, people have gone through some really significant loss this year. Um, mm -hmm. And not even just COVID related, just in, uh, in general. And so- right. I, I've never gone to a funeral, Ryan, where I haven't walked out of there feeling like, um, you know, with a, with a, a newfound, I guess, respect for the fragility of life and how important uh, the, the three letters N-O-W like now is. And, and a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we can kind of feel like, oh, well, you know, I'll just do it tomorrow or I have next week and you might not have next week, you know, um, and so sometimes we we um we have to manufacture a sense of urgency um to get the things that we know needs to get done done and then sometimes the world will manufacture that sense of urgency for right. us uh, for for better or for worse and so i think projects like this that allow us to kind of keep those things focus into focus or re and refocus it for many of us are very important so that's why i'm so excited to be a part of it absolutely man it's just it's all tied all together. This project is dedicated to my father, who I did lose in 2020, non-COVID related, uh, but he passed away. And this this project was uh, um, 
dedicated to him uh, for that reason. You know, I, I drive, I'm kind of the exact opposite where I'm always, because I lost my mother at an early age, 20 years ago, urgency has always been like, oh, that's my thing. Like when I say I want to do, if I've given an idea, I'm talking to someone and they're like, okay, that sounds cool. Like, I'm like, okay, let's go then. They're like, hold on, wait. I'm like, no, I say something, it's like now. Like people tell you all the time, like Ryan, it's like now with Ryan. So, Real talk. so it's like, that's just because of those experiences that I've had. Um, so yeah, but that's the thing. It's just like, we can't, um, I, I learned time is, it's just, we don't have, we, it's not promised. We don't know when it's going to be. And I think if nothing else, 2020, has made me feel the most mortal I've ever felt before. <laughs> you know, every day, every cough, every sneeze, every, uh, you know, <laughs> shortness of breath. I'm like, oh, do I have it? Like, do I have the COVID? You know, so nothing else. I've never felt more mortal in that, you know, I don't uh, like feeling that. With, uh, so it's, it's pushed me to want to do more, make sure that, you know, we do have that impact. So this has been a great conversation, man. I do want to ask you the same question I ask every author is uh, take us back to 18 year old Brian, take us back to uh, that, that freshman in college. Um, and, and if you could talk to him now uh, and give some advice to prepare him for the road that you were about to take in your life as it relates to uh, making your message matter and building that community type deals, what kind of uh, message would you want to give your, your younger self? Yeah, 18 year old Brian, man, you know, I, I think for me, this has been a, a lesson um, of a little bit of endurance. Um, like I said, I worked in the same company for 11 years and um, not regretting that necessarily, but I do think that, um, you know, going back to what we said earlier, you know, if everything that's waiting for you in life is outside of your comfort zone, then, um, you know, you need to get at it. Um, and so I, I would have actually ratcheted up that urgency level a little bit more. I think um, the the thing that, um, you know, in BSN, we kind of have this framework for teaching the professional speaking business. So it's, you know, getting clarity on your mission, your message, your marketing, how to monetize and how to manage your speaking business. Those are the five, five M's. But really there's like a, a sixth kind of secret M that is underlying all of that. And that secret M is mindset. Um, we spend more time uh, adjusting and getting people to believe that they deserve uh, success and that they're capable of it um, more than we do, you know, building funnels and marketing strategies and launching websites, like all of that stuff that like, there's a reason that people who are hyper successful, um, have kind of a little bit of a, a, a ego because, you know, they believe that they deserve it and they go right. after it. And so, you know, if you're picking up the phone and asking for that check, you're asking for that meeting, you're launching that product or program, whether it's perfect or not, um, then, consistency is the ultimate uh, equalizer. And so for me, uh, there are so many times where it's like, you know, two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, two steps back, you know, it is kind of like so much waffling versus just, man, you know, uh, go for it. And uh, there's a lot coming from where I came from. And, you know, Ryan, I know you understand this as well, you know, there, there 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 aren't as many you know, inner city, you know, Baltimore, you know, success stories. And a lot of, I, I think, I believe there's more than we maybe know about because they don't get it publicized as get much. Publicized. Right, right, uh, right. But what does get publicized is, is the the people that don't make it. And so I think, um, you know, I would have encouraged myself to, you know, take more risks, 
to uh, follow my instinct and not just, you know, what's uh, on paper or what society is telling me I need to do. I think security, things like, um, you know, um, like if you, at 18 years old, at 20 years old, and even now I feel like at 36, you know, I, when you don't have nothing to lose, you have everything to gain. And so um, just creating this sense telling myself that I deserve it, that I can uh, actually overcome uh, whatever challenges that are there. And just, uh, you know, it takes the same amount of energy to do uh, things big as it does to, you know, play small. And, um, and, and, and I, I think uh, given an opportunity, I would have uh, done that. But what I'm going to do now is be an example for, the, for, this, for this generation that we have now and uh, really let, you know, the actions speak for themselves. Yeah. I tell people all the time, I actually wrote this one of my books, that it takes the same energy to write a book that's going to sell five copies as a book that's going to sell 5,000 copies. So you might as well go out there and do it. Believe you can do the 5,000, do what you got to do. Listen, I was looking for this quote, so I'm going to take it. Uh, let me check. Yeah, I was looking for this quote by you. And I always have kept it because I like, I think I told you when I saw your videos, I love this quote. Yeah. Use it. Um, you said you really don't need to replace your income. You need to replace the systems in your life that are producing an income. Absolutely. So I want to take you out, take us out of here on this. I want uh, one, I want you to go ahead and give contact information on how people can get in touch with you, how they can uh, lock arms with uh, Black Speakers Network, but then also give us some uh, just some closing remarks on, uh, you know, just building this, building your systems and, and building that community. Yeah, I mean, folks can definitely reach me. I mean, you should be, you, you can Google any of us at this point. So Brian O's <laughs> on everything, uh, pick your platform. You can find me pretty easily. Black Speakers Network is uh, blackspeakersnetwork.com. That's speakers with an S. Uh, dot com. And um, I invite everyone, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I would love to, you know, get started as a speaker or just um, be a part of a community. Um, our free community is open to you on Facebook. So just go open up Facebook, type in Black Speakers Network, click the join button and come on into the community. Uh, you'll get a free copy of our the, the book behind me, the Speak Up book as a gift from coming in. Um, but in terms of wrapping up, I think, man, um, this whole conversation, um, you know, is is the thing that keeps coming to my mind is um, don't let um, don't let perfection or or the desire to achieve perfection stand in the way of progress. Um, I, I believe that um, everybody. I mean, right now being a part of this project is so cool because you know we're get a book, we're get you know documentary, we have this interview, we have a course. Like we're knocking out multiple things at once, and that's great. But a lot of people are, are looking and they're like, man, like, I just want to get my book done. I just want to, like, write this thing. It's like, don't let this notion that it's this major project, you know, hold you up. I believe everybody, everybody in the sound of my voice is no more than 48 hours away from having uh, a product or service that they can, you know, sell and deliver. Is it going to be the prettiest? No. Sexiest? No. It's going to have the best branding packaging? No. You might even have time to put up a website. It might just be a PayPal link. You know, my cousin the other day, she started selling uh, t-shirts. I was like, where's, I was like, send me the link. She's like, there's no link. So like, send me, she sent me the <laughs> PayPal, you know, but she, she started, you know, and so you gotta, uh, you know, make forward motion. And um, I think, you know, that if you can allow yourself to um, 
get in the habit of taking consistent action every day. It may not be perfect consistent action, but if it's consistent action, whether that's as a speaker, as an author, like if you're trying to be a coach, you know, pick up the phone and start talking to people. If you're trying to be a speaker, you know, start booking yourself onto some podcasts. If you're trying to, you know, be an author, you know, write a chapter outline every single day, like whatever you need to do to take, make that incremental progress, make sure you do it and um, hold yourself accountable to, to doing that. And you'll be surprised how much progress you can make um, in just like 60, 90 days, man. So that'd be the number one thing um, I want I, and, and, and finally, you know, I would encourage everyone to make sure that they fully embrace this project. I think the authors like seeing that it's not even done yet. And I'm excited about it. Just seeing the content like this is going to be one of the most um, content rich, valuable um, pieces of um, personal professional development uh, resources, I think, coming out in 2021. So like everybody that's having the opportunity to watch this don't just watch this video make sure you get the book make sure that you go through the courses because it's going to be something in there for everybody absolutely you can get a copy of the book you can enroll in the master class www.themakeitmatterproject.com slash brian b-r-i-a-n and you can go ahead and join us and uh we want to also get our community started soon too so <laughs> i love it brian as always a pleasure man i thank you for joining us i thank you for the work you've helped us with on this project look forward to talking to you again real soon always